Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Win or lose, the Virginia election will boost data-driven progressives. By Izzy Lepowski Catherine Vaughn doesn't let herself get excited on election night anymore. She learned that lesson the hard way a year ago, over too many glasses of whiskey at a Cleveland bar where she and the rest of Hillary Clinton's Ohio field team were supposed to be celebrating. Instead, they were mourning. Now, as CEO of the progressive startup Flippable, which she co-founded to raise funding for Democratic state house races, Vaughn faces yet another test of a year's worth of work. Flippable has raised $125,000 over the last seven months with the goal of electing five Democrats to the Virginia House of Delegates. Tonight's election results will be an early indicator of whether Flippable's predictions about which five races were most winnable for Democrats were right. This time, Vaughn is managing her expectations. This is a long fight. None of us expects to flip the entire Virginia House today, she says. Instead, Vaughn and others stand to benefit from even a loss using what they've learned from the Virginia House race to prepare for a much bigger fight in 2018, when more than 80% of state legislative seats across the country are up for grabs. Still, Vaughn adds, it can be hard for it all to boil down to one night. Flippable is one of a new class of progressive startups that emerged from the wreckage of Democrats' electoral crash landing in 2016. Vaughn and her co-founders, both fellow Hillary Clinton staffers, bet that if they could pool resources from the left's anti-Trumpers and funnel them into key races, they could potentially claw back some of the power Democrats have lost in local government over the last decade. The key would be picking their races strategically. 
Flippable relied on an algorithm that analyzed 30 years' worth of Virginia state-level races and six years of gubernatorial, congressional, and presidential results there to come up with a list of five candidates who appeared to have the best chance of flipping a red seat blue. Sister District, a similar startup that Wired recently profiled, picked a slate of 13. And The Arena, an organization that has donated money to Flippable, picked another 11 ponies. Though the groups do overlap some, they differ in important ways. The Arena, for instance, has explicitly targeted long-shot candidates in hopes of growing the grassroots movement in areas Democrats have previously neglected, while Flippable intentionally targets races it views as winnable. Seeing which varying approach works in what ways should also help fine-tune next year's midterm election push. Victory can make you a little complacent, says Ron Klain, former chief of staff to Vice Presidents Al Gore and Joe Biden, who now serves as chairman of the progressive startup incubator Higher Ground Labs. Things can work in a losing race, and things can fail in a winning race. The reason Democrats have spent so much time and money on the Virginia House race is because the party has come around to seeing state House races as a building block to regaining control of Congress. Every 10 years after the national census, it's state legislatures that get to redraw the lines that demarcate electoral districts. Living within a given district, of course, dictates which congressional candidates you can and can't vote for. When given the chance, both Democrats and Republicans have tried to creatively draw those maps to maximize their party's chances of winning a majority of seats, a process known as gerrymandering. Today, Republicans hold 32 state legislatures and 34 governorships, thanks in part to a successful campaign known as Red Map, in which conservative donors poured millions of dollars into down-ballot races. Now, groups like Flippable are trying to paint some of the electoral map blue again, beginning in Virginia. That's not an especially easy task. Incumbents win these seats the vast majority of the time, partly because the majority of these races feature just a single candidate. In 2015, for instance, 56 out of 100 Virginia House races went uncontested. It's also highly unusual to flip seats in a non-redistricting year. According to Vaughn, over the last 30 years, the most Virginia seats Democrats have ever flipped in a non-redistricting year was five. It's an uphill battle, Vaughn says. On top of historical election results, Flippable's model also accounts for factors like whether an incumbent is running or whether Democrats have experienced momentum in recent years. But other variables could also be important indicators of success, too, like, most obviously, how much money a given candidate raises. I'd like to be able to say if a generic Democrat is able to raise this much and the Republican opponent raises this much, this is the projected margin. We're not there yet, Vaughn says. Our model right now is very much version one. The group will also be watching closely to see how efficiently their money was spent. Flippable divides its pool of money differently depending on how much assistance it believes a given candidate needs. If, for instance, a candidate they gave more money to wins by a landslide, Vaughn says, they may rethink the way they're slicing up the pie. 
Not all of the groups are taking such a metric-driven approach to the Virginia race. For Gupta and the arena, the Virginia race is a chance not just to win seats, but to test new territory and to quantify the anti-Trump backlash. Democrats generally hug the super-close races on paper and avoid investing enough resources in races that start off a little further away, Gupta says. We have to operate from the assumption that something fundamentally changed a year ago. None of us would be in this if it weren't for the fact that something happened a year ago. The Cook Political Report categorizes five of the races the arena invested in as tidal wave races, meaning there would have to be an unprecedented level of support for those candidates to win. But Gupta's primary goal is to establish a Democratic presence in areas where there has historically been none. Even if we don't do as well as we want to do, expanding the map helps tremendously, he says. We're not looking to have a perfect batting average. The more these groups can learn from the Virginia House race, Vaughn says, the better prepared they'll be for the crowded field of candidates in 2018. The problem we saw in 2016 was systemic error, she says. Everybody was using the same model. I think if everyone loses tonight, then something must be really wrong with what all of these groups are doing. Even before Tuesday, Flippable and others already observed a major uptick in grassroots support. According to Flippable, three times as many donors gave $100 or less to Democrats in the Virginia House race this year as they did in 2015. And Gupta says the arena has helped pay for 17 campaign staffers across 11 races, many of which previously had no paid staffers at all. These may not be the kinds of wins that make headlines or policy, but they're important proof points nonetheless, says Klain. The measure of political technology is, to some extent, whether or not the candidate you're helping wins, but that's a crude measurement and shouldn't be the only one, he says. I think, win or lose, it's very important for these companies to come together after Election Day and figure out what worked and what didn't. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.